0: Our faith journey is a story unique to each individual and is constantly being written. No two people are identical. No two days are alike, but God is the same. This is the Real Stories of Life with God podcast, a place for honest conversations about life and faith. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm really glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. Okay. Okay. We already broke the ice for 45 minutes, so we're really good. And I think all this, I feel like it's just
1: so. Oh, it's going to be perfect. It's you know, be perfect. it's just simple. I, I just, I'm not deep, deep theological, I, you know. Yeah. And if this, if this is not good, you just no, don't even no. put it out you there. You know what?
0: It's kind of the beauty of the whole thing, why I even wanted to do it. Because the beauty of it is, no matter what kind of life we have with them, we're our we're all pursuing life with him. Mm -hmm. No matter what kind of job we have or personality we have or life experience, he's the hero of the story. Mm -hmm. And so it's fun to see Mm -hmm. how other people experience him, Mm -hmm. no matter what it looks like. And so, all right, tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Um, I'm married to John. Which John has been on the podcast before. So I'm (laughs) going to link that one with everyone so that they know. Um,
1: We've been married 41 years. We have three sons, mm. uh, one married, two not, and one grandson, Sanders, who is seven, who we just oh my goodness, he is the sunshine. <laughs> he is just wonderful. We have it's just been a it's joy. Mm. It's been a joy. I um have a teaching degree and I taught for seven years and then when we had children I have stopped and then John had a business and I helped him in that Mm -hmm. and um, then he changed careers about 15 years ago and went into the EMS world and um, anyway so we are closing in on at some point retirement but I don't think that's gonna be anytime soon he (laughs) really loves what he does but anyway
0: anyway okay my first question for you is, what currently stirs your love for God?
1: Well, um, I love nature and I love being outside, and and my happy place is the beach, <laughs> and I just see God everywhere mm. there, and it's just real special. But since I can't get to the beach that often, <laughs> um, I sit on my deck, have my quiet times when the weather mm. allows, and um, I just I love being out there and music. I love music. I usually start my quiet time with worship hymn, mm-hmm. praise songs. Worship. Do you have a favorite
0: just, band, um, favorite artist, favorite song? Right
1: favorite? now, I am listening to Charity Kale. I speak Jesus. Oh, yes, I like Thank her. You know, for the blood applied, I just she's great. I just right now, I'm yeah. <laughs> over and over and over again. So I will say, just kind of, um, I've learned to listen to God's nudges and went well, not always, but. When I do listen to God's nudges about a note to somebody, a text mm. um cookies i you know just whatever that stirs my love for mm. God because I know that He wants because there would be a blessing in it not only for the person but mm. for me mm-hmm. and just that God that I'm listening, yeah, and so that that really stirs so that kind of a new thing, mm, no not, not really <laughs> not really um. Not really, but as my children have gotten out of the house, I kinda am more in tune to that and mm-hmm. more able maybe mm-hmm. to do things like that. But a series of circumstances have kinda mm-hmm. encouraged me to do that more. Yeah, I love that. Um, okay.
0: On the opposite side, is there anything currently stifling your love for the Lord? Um
1: well, I, you know, I hate when I worry, mm. but I I, I do, <laughs> and I do think that stifles mm. because I'm t- given too much headspace to worry, uh, being anxious, you know, fears, those mm. kind of things um, do stifle mm. because I feel like I'm I'm not listening mm. because I'm I've got this thing going in my head, and um, so when i can back away and know what see what i'm doing and then i can pray mm. and i can read scripture and then i can listen to the I speak Jesus mm-hmm. right now i mean that's just huge it makes mm. such a difference but mm. i you know i worry about things that i have no control over mm. and um i just have to give mm. it to the lord and i take it back and i give mm. it and i take it back and but anyway i would think that would be my biggest you have kind it, of always been a warrior, mm. because we started, our first child was premature. <laughs> you know, then he had some learning disabilities mm-hmm. and that carried you know, throughout school. Our second child also had learning. So I've kind of always been anxious and worried and how are they going to survive and mm-hmm. how are they going to be successful and, you know. But. use that word distance. Like, I wonder if,
0: like, gaining some... If there's a habit of if I get two in my head or if the thought loop is stuck, mm-hmm. how to break the thought loop might be to either like to gain some distance. It's like, OK, I mean, they're going to step back from the situation in my mind for a little bit mm-hmm. or I'm physically going to distance myself from something. Right. Yeah. Like they're trying to think about what practically that closing, like breaking that thought loop or what um, what that distancing could look like.
1: And sometimes I just sing.
0: Yeah, there you go. I don't
1: have a great voice, but I just Well it's something different to like shake up right those stuckness. Get it, yeah. Get it out, you know, just kinda change it really just kind of changes the trajectory of yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. But um I love this verse in Psalm my glasses. <laughs> Psalm one forty two. Let's see. And I just found it not too long ago. <laughs> um Psalm one forty two. 3A, when my spirit goes faint, grows faint within me, it is you who watch over my way. Mm. And I think my spirit grows faint in the midst of worry. You know? Yeah. So that has been super helpful, you know, recently. I love that. I do too. I don't have it all down, working Yes,
0: yes. I think I heard Elizabeth Elliott one time say that, I I think she was telling a story about and the line, the line was, someone had given him, like, don't worry, be happy. And he's like, she said, that's the worst advice you could ever give someone because we can't not, right. we're right? not going to not worry. There's so many things to worry about. Mm-hmm. So I think she was getting at, if we don't shame ourselves for worrying, but figure out a plan for what to do when we worry, right. that's more the important thing than the, if the fact right. that we do it or not. Right. So I think it's easy to think, well, if I love the Lord and I've been a Christian for so long, I should not be worrying anymore. Like that is not real life. No, but you stunt yourself by thinking that that is true. So then you get then yeah, then you get stuck in the swirl of I should not be worrying about this, and I'm worrying about it, and now I shouldn't worry. Yeah,
1: oh, it's just a tornado. One of my favorite quotes from Corey Tenbrun Mm. is, um, "Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God." Oh, so that's just. I think of those things, too. Mm-hmm. I
0: just mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe it's distancing yourself, trying to break a thought loop, and also putting as much truth in front of you right. as possible to sure. change the yeah. trajectory of your thoughts. Okay. The truth that God is blank
1: means a lot to you because blank. Um, I said the truth that God is with me means a lot to me. All right. It means I'm never alone. I can talk to him anytime, any place. Even if I step away from God, I know He has not stepped away from me, Mm. and He goes with me. Mm. That's been more recent, too. Just God is with me. You know, He's not some distant, far away out there with me right here through His Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And um, I pray for people in different situations that they would, uh, when they have a heartache or a heartbreak or illness or whatever, my prayer lately has been that God, they would feel your presence in the midst of where they are. Mm -hmm. God is with me. And, you know, people can be with us, but they can't always be with us. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, Jesus, when he asked his disciples to come with him mm. when he was praying in the garden, you know, come with me, mm. those four, three set apart, yeah, come with me. He needed their physical comfort or support or presence, mm-hmm. but said he had to go further still mm. without them. Mm. You know, he had to go further still, just him and God, but God was there, so yeah i would say
0: that's i think that changes everything it does an awareness of his of his presence because if we leave, if we believe he's always there then it's really us to either make space or ask for greater trust in that or mm-hmm. to pay attention or to change our attention or to give our attention to that um i think it would change anything
1: mm-hmm. and everything to believe that mm-hmm. it's huge Well, I'll tell you, um, I had a friend who passed away about a year and a half ago. In the last ten years of her life, she struggled with cancer Mm -hmm. and had several surgeries, treatments. Anyway, the last year, three, four months, our friend group um, that we had always she had been part of four couples we had birthdays together, babies together, weddings together, trips together. We just talked. I talked. We talked and said. I said I really feel like the three girl, all four girls, should get together every week and pray with her. Mm. You know, just to do that mm-hmm. because there were times that last year and a half she couldn't get out, mm. that sort of thing. And um, and so we did Wednesdays with Tracy, mm. and we would go over there. Now we would go there other days separately, mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. she would have people in and out. Because she's very social, Mm. you know, love people. But on Wednesday afternoons, we would go over there to pray Mm. with her. And it was always with hope of her being healed. Mm. We we just always, and that it became apparent the last month and a half, that was Mm. God was gonna heal her in heaven Mm -hmm. and not there. But God was with us Mm. and we had such a special. Um, of yeah. being honest mm-hmm. and crying in tears. Mm-hmm. and tears um, and we still would go when she couldn't respond to us mm-hmm. and we would pray God taught me so much about prayer mm-hmm. I'm so much more honest in mm-hmm. my prayer now I don't mind you know I'm just it's not platitudes so mm-hmm. it's real that experience God was with us mm-hmm. and while it was hard and difficult and heartbreaking we learned so much mm. about god mm-hmm. and each other and i don't know it was a beautiful time yeah. in spite of the heartbreak so god is with me has been it's just been huge yeah and I, and, and you know there're things in my future mm-hmm. that i i know that he's going to be with mm-hmm. me through them mm-hmm. yeah so sweet. He's so
0: kind. And I love to reminding myself that anything he's doing, he wants to draw me to himself, to give me more of himself. Mm-hmm. And I hope and pray that I am one who can accept whatever comes if I get more of him mm-hmm. in the process. That doesn't mean I have to be happy about it. Right. Doesn't mean I have to actually manipulate, make something happen or be in control of something happening, but I can at least accept something mm-hmm. instead of being angry or hiding or running away from him, that if I can say, in this, as long as I can get more of you, mm-hmm. I can stay in this place, mm-hmm. no matter how hard
1: it is. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. I've learned this later in life. You're young. <laughs>
0: Well, it so, also comes from talking to people like you
1: that I know these things. You know, you know? I feel like it's been when the last—I don't know—25 years. Maybe it's after my kids have gotten older and out mm-hmm. of the house, and it's just been, which is a totally teach- different
0: season too. It is. A, yeah, you go through I mean, seasons. Yeah. You really do, yeah. and you really do. Yeah, it is. It is sweet though, for because I feel like there are a lot of variety of seasons that someone would consider lonely like I have some friends who consider the stay-at-home mom life very lonely. Mm -hmm. Um, The empty nester life very lonely. Like you have to recalibrate Mm -hmm. when things change, when you go Mm -hmm. through transitions. Um, And so I think that belief and trust in his presence with me, it kind of stays off the loneliness a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I trust that I always have someone to talk to. I've always have someone who wants to Hang out with me, air uh, quotes for lack of a better word. Yeah, and listen Lots to what I have to, to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'd pray, like you were saying, you pray for that for people. I also think that would be huge to ward off some of the the devil's attempts at mm-hmm. making people feel isolated and alone mm-hmm. and I hopeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, my last question is okay. what is something you're looking
1: forward to? Well, uh, John has an EMS cl- conference at mm. Jekyll Island Fun. in October. So um, I am looking forward to some beach time. That's Not right. Just you love the beach. S- yeah. Sitting on the balcony. Mm-hmm. We have a room that faces the ocean. So I'm and reading and mm. being with God, yeah, being quiet and, you know, no distractions of needing to run mm-hmm. the dishwasher, wash clothes, any of those kind of things. Just to be able to rest. Wow. And you know we've got some things coming up that um I'm just looking forward to seeing how God is going yeah. to work those things out. Yeah.